Hey, we're back. This is the captain's log. Hi. Uh, the camera. What's up, man? How you doing? Ricky Cruz, buddy. How are you? <laughs> Good. Apparently, I'm driving this car. I'm on this side of <laughs> this side of the car, man. Let me uh, hook up my social media too. Yeah, yeah. Get that thing going. So. What about, so I share right here, right? Yeah, just share now and you'll be good. It'll be done. That way you don't have to waste any time. You're the king so, of this, man. So the thing is, is like we were talking, it's been over tw 10, 12 years. No, I'm going to say more than that, Brian, man. It has to be. Like 15, when you were, 15, at, when you were at Marco. 15 years we've been working together. Yeah, Marco. And that club was a different animal, man. It really was. It was, because you were like right next to the beach, so you had guys walking in in bathing suits yeah. and flip-flops. <laughs> they had no idea what they were walking in. It took a while. They had no idea what they were walking into. It took a while to train the audience that this was a real comedy club for, for a few years. Man, did they ever get it? Yeah, I think they did. did. They? I think they did. And then, you know, they They're really... coming in for fish sandwiches and all of a sudden they're getting, you know, dick <laughs> jokes thrown at them. It was a good time, though. That was back in the day. So, um, your career, you know, you started in Miami, right? Start, actually, I started in Tallahassee. Tallahassee, okay. While, while I was going to school. And there was not really any places to do it up there. So, I would yep. just, you know, book, get a bar or a club and just book my own shows. And then... How long were you doing comedy before you hooked up with Ralphie? Because, as you know, you were good friends. You toured man, with him. Ralphie and I were friends. We fished a lot. Yeah, you guys were so, buddies, man. Well, in 1999, uh, I went to L.A. to do a show for my manager. And then I knew Joey Diaz. Oh, yeah, Joey. Yeah. A good buddy of mine. And I had nowhere to stay. He goes, hey, cocksucker, I got a place for you. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes me to the studio apartment on Sunset and Gardner. Yeah. I, I walk in, and it's Rafi May's studio. A oh, tiny, wow. size of this car, man. It was a bed, a kitchen, a bathroom. I walk in. It was his studio apartment? Studio apartment. Yeah. Rafi May's sitting there on his bed, and he's got Jack in the Box strewn out across his food. Jack in the Box is a restaurant. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He got they, Jack in the Box. They like, got busted. It's like for, uh, his belly was like first. his table. Yeah. It's like his table. He's sitting there, and he's like, Joy Diaz, who's this runaway you brought to my house? <laughs> And so, he always was funny at insulting you, but loving it. You loved you, him man. more yeah. the more he said it. Loving you, man. I had no place to stay, and Joey's like, hey, this is my buddy Ricky Cruz. You mind if he crashes here for the weekend? Yeah. And he let me stay. He didn't know me. Yeah. He let me stay in his food time for three days. I was supposed to go back to New York on Monday. I had a screen test for As the World Turns. Yeah. All right, but I was there in Ralph and May's apartment for the week doing shows, and it blew my mind. I'm hanging out for the weekend. It's me, Joey, him, Jay Moore would show up. Yeah. All right. On Sunday, Kevin Spacey popped in. It was a crazy. You would die. And I'm dying. Like, what, what's going on over here? Yeah. So on Monday, I call my agent. I'm like, hey, give that job to somebody else. I'm not coming back to New York. Right. And so I just stayed in LA. And the wife was like, hey, listen, you can't stay in my apartment all this time, though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so hey, come I, on, buddy. So I, I ended up crashing in that same building in different apartments yep. until I found my own, you know, and that was it. And we came, we came buddies, you know, and I was green, man. I had just started doing comedy like two years in and he was ready, headlining, but not the Ravi May as you knew him to be. Right. He was just... Did he know, already at that point do uh, Last Comic? No, this is before Last Comic Standing. Okay. He was a touring headliner, yeah. but still not... Still crushing. Still cr not, not really known, crushing at all the LA clubs. Right. You know, picture Motley Crue when they first started out in the Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. He was that guy. So everybody would want to come hang out with him. That's why Jay Moore would go and Kevin Spacey, Joe yeah. Rogan was always kicking it. Yeah. And so I'm just this new guy. Uh, I show up into this world and we just became buddies first friends. He just liked me. And then, you know, he taught me a lot about the business. Um, he helped me get spots while I was in LA. Right. And then as I grew, he started taking me on the road. You know, what like, was it like watching him go from 
basically, you know, being a, a headliner to a superstar. It was amazing. It, it was amazing because he was like already funny. When he hit Last Comic Standing, he was already formed. Yeah. And then all he needed was just that exposure. Right. So, so every, just someone to put him on a big stage yeah, so, so everyone everybody. could see him. So he, he went from headlining small clubs to doing theaters. Yeah. You know, and deservedly so. You know, because sometimes you see these guys who don't have the chops. Right. And they go ahead and they get this kind of exposure and they can't handle it. He was already so formed and ready to go that once he got that kind of spark, he was just a volcano. The one thing I liked about Ralphie all the time is he would always bring people along with him. Like, he was always so great to other comics, to, oh, to club owners. He like, was the best. He knew, he got the business. Like, he was never in a battle. Like, sometimes you had these big headliners that it's like a some kind of struggle where they want to, like, have this kind of argumentative uh, conflict with the club owners when you're working with them. Ralphie was the guy like, hey, buddy, bring me in the worst week of the year. What's your worst week? Yes, I'll man. sell it out. Like, that's where I want to be. I want you to have your yeah, best man. week. Yeah, man, because he knows it's a collaborative effort, man. Yeah. He knows it's not just him. It's you guys. He was always so generous to the wait staff. He was. He man, was. He'll drop. He'll pay rent. He'll give a waitress yep. her whole rent for the month on the tip. I know. I know. You know? Yeah. And, and he would do so long on stage so you guys could sell. Totally, you know, totally. So you guys and then sometimes I'd be like, Ralphie, get your ass off the stage. You've been up there three and a half hours. <laughs> Everybody wants to go home. Yeah, like, you, guys, you guys sell enough? You'd be like, yeah, we sold enough. We're yeah, done. He would, he would say that. Yeah, man. He would say, hey, Captain. Like, he'd yell yeah. on the stage. You're good. Yeah, yeah. You're should, good. Should we, are we good now? Did they get their money's worth? Like, he'd always yeah, say man. that too, right? And he I've been, you paid me to do it uh, 45 minutes. It's been two hours. Should I go another hour? Be like, no, no, you're good, Ralphie. <laughs> and, and, and he would too. Yeah. He would too. And a lot of times he's working out his next hour right you know i remember being in when columbus ohio and they wanted to see the old stuff they wanted yep. to see stuff in the album and he got mad he's like man buy the album you want right. to see that buy the album right. i'm never going to get better because he was always doing new stuff yeah i'm never going to get better if i don't do new stuff and sometimes the new stuff wasn't there yet yep but he had to you know he had to do it and then he would reel him back in and break out a couple old yeah jokes. then he would do um scuba diving yeah he would do yeah. you know finger banging right he'll give it to him eventually but you know he wanted to make sure he was working on his new stuff man he was such a great teacher man and, and such a great supporter like you said of young comics he really good was. young comics yeah. if you yeah. were trash he was like whatever man this guy's trash what, what was one of the main things that you really uh admired or learned from ralphie man like his honesty just being honest on stage being who you are not being afraid to sit in silence. Right? You know, because honestly, I, he would do a show and it'd be 20 minutes of him just trying to find the bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, nope. and he would be like, I'm comfortable in this quietness. I'm going to get to He didn't going. care. When he was on stage, that's where he, I think his whole life he was most comfortable. I think so too. Yeah, I mean, knowing Ralphie and you knew him, you spent yeah. even more time with him, but the way I knew him, like I always felt like when he was on stage, he was the most comfortable his in his life. When he was doing other stuff, he was still a great guy. He was still really personal, but he had a different edge on stage that made him like just I think more relaxed, which is that probably why he stayed there three hours three every hours, show. Three hours, man. He get eight and, hours of freaking out of two three and shows. The stamina is crazy. You see a guy like Ralph, you go, oh, "That guy's out of shape. You got health issues." But, I know. But then he would go and do two and a half hours. And he would, and sometimes he would fish, dude. I'm telling you, when we went fishing. This dude would stay on the boat for eight hours, and I would be like, bro. How are you going to do a show with Oh, you know, we got to go. Are you good? And then he would show up at the club and do three shows. Yeah, three shows. Stay up there right. for two hours every show. No, no problem at all. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing how he, he would and do I'd that. And I never seen him write anything down. 
He did not, did he? No. Never. He, he always got mad at me. I write things down. I, I like to write. He's like, why you got that notebook, man? Right. <laughs> that's how I got to write it down. That's how, I, that's how I remember things. That's how I formulate my things. He would just go and he would just like talk. It was a language to him. It was. You it know? Really was, yeah. It was like he was a different human being. So so now you've been doing comedy on the road for how many years? I'm going on, you know, 20 years of comedy. And this you is know, your first time on the Captain's Log. How can yeah. they find you? They can find you on Instagram. Yeah, at Ricky Cruz Comedy. Go, at Ricky, at Cruz, Ricky Comedy. Cruz Comedy. Go to my Instagram. That's yep. where I'm most, you know, active. Go check it out. Like all my funny things. You have a uh, show tonight at Off the Hook Comedy that's Club. That's right. Off the Hook. Use the promo code BIG, B-I-G. Get two free tickets right now. The first 10 people will do that. If they go to offthehookcomedy.com, use B-I-G. And they'll get two free tickets tonight to see you at 7 o'clock in Naples. Uh, Ricky Cruz is my guest on the Captain's Log. So you have how many kids? Three or four? No. What, Five. Dude, what are you doing, bro? Five, bro. What are you, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I had three that I know of. You know, that's what that, that I claim. You got three who, kids. Who knows what's out there in El Paso and, somewhere. Uh, and you have one daughter that's how old? My daughter's 15 yep. and my boys are 11 and 9. And that's been the best thing to happen to me. Like I was a crazy person. Like if you know, if guys that know me when I lived in LA, they would tell you they have no idea how I'm still married, 15 years, <laughs> with three kids. Because they would tell me that too, and it's true because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they would say the same thing. How the hell are you married? Well, I'm not no, anymore. Not. Twice. I, I'm still holding on. So because I was a different animal, I was just trying to pull something else out of the club. Yeah. My mind was somewhere else, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember um, sitting next to Paul Rodriguez. Uh, he had this tour going on, and his manager, Worthy Patterson, goes, hey, you got to bring Ricky Cruz on the tour with you because he can sell tickets over there on the East Coast. Dude, I sat down. My mind was not even into it. I had three girls off to the side doing this to me right <laughs> now. And I was like, Paul, man, let's, can we talk later? You know, yeah, we got to go. And he was like, oh, you'd rather deal with that than deal with me? <laughs> he never talked to me again. Get out of here. He never talked to me Paul again. Paul Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah, because he, he, he saw where my head was at, man. Yeah. And yeah. not where I was. Getting married and having kids really made me refocus myself. Right. And because nothing good was happening for me back then. Right. You know, yeah, you were just chasing it. I was just chasing. Nothing good was yeah. happening. Yeah. So when I got focused, that's when things started taking off. I was able to direct the energy somewhere else. Totally. Totally. Definitely. Um, now, Paul Rodriguez, I have a funny story. He was coming to the club. He got stuck on a plane literally for almost 24 hours at the airport. He slept there for 24 wow, hours. Man. He missed his first flight, and then the second flight, the plane broke. It took him 24 no hours way. in the airport before he could actually fly I'm to the club. I'm surprised he came. And so wasn't everybody. <laughs> everybody was surprised, buddy. But he made it. He made it's it. like a he flight a to show. Australia. Yeah. A 24 hours. Yeah, he stayed 24 hours man. at the airport, man. He's a great guy, man. He's one of the guys being, you know, a Spanish kid. When I saw him get his first break, his show, yeah. I was like, oh, look, man, a Spanish guy on TV. And then his son's a freaking world-class yeah, skateboarder. Yeah, skateboarder, man. It's amazing. He's got his own shoe. Yeah. yeah no, definitely, man. Comedy's one of those things, man, that you, if you do it and you keep doing it, eventually, if you're honest, you'll find your groove, and then you attract the crowd, you know? Well, Ricky, this is your chance to ask me a question. You get to ask me one or two questions at the end of the show. Anything you want to know about me, I'll be happy to answer it. Uh, don't forget, guys, you can see Ricky Cruz at Off The Hook Comedy Club tonight, uh, 7 o'clock, offthehookcomedy.com. You can call 239-389-6901 if you somehow uh, can't buy tickets online, even though you're watching this online right now. But this, <laughs> Maybe you had the podcast going. Maybe you're watching, you got the podcast version, and uh, that's good. So you got a question for me before we wrap up the Captain's Log, buddy? 
Man, a question for you. Let's do it. I don't know. What are you doing next, man? You do so many things. I called you Captain Adderall on the last, <laughs> on the, on the last radio show. I, do, I take one Adderall. I'm supposed to take two a day, but I take do one. You, do you? It's for five years I've had. I've taken it. And uh, prior to that, I didn't. I couldn't figure out like why I had these confusing thoughts and what was going on. My and I didn't know I wasn't diagnosed with ADD, but I have ADD, and it's. Uh, and you found that it helps you. Yeah, yeah. And I, ever since I started that Adderall, take one. I was prescribed two. I take one. I like the way it makes it feel in the morning. I get nice, clear thoughts, and it wears off after time, Does and it? then it's good. Because that's an amphetamine, you know. That's like. A but it doesn't do that for me, like. Like when you have that, if when you have ADD and that that straightens you out, man, okay. that like make your your waves are going like this, and all of a sudden uh, then they connect. I need some of that that's different, you, man. That's different. Like I know everyone's like, oh man, let me get some. I'm like no, first of all, you can't. I don't do that. I don't pass them out. It's not candy. No. So go to, thing, go to a college campus. That is candy. That's I mean. what they say, right? So, but it doesn't affect me like that. No. No, it's not the same for you, sure because people are like, yo, those are so great. I'm like. Do you feel like it's changed your personality at all? I'm always worried. I like, think I a little bit. Like- to be honest with you, I think I'm not as creative. But I was really crazy. Okay. Like, I, it's good for me now because I would wake up in the middle of the night and write down freaking five ideas that I have just like in my sleep yeah. about what I want to make, create. And then so, never do them. No, I would always do them. That's a problem. Uh, okay. I That's would good. try to follow up on all of them. Okay. And it, like, you can't do them all. But uh, I would yeah, just keep fighting to do more and more and more and more. Okay. It's like, it's how many more? Laser, like, I was focus. all gas, no break. Like, just okay. go, 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 go. Never like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because that's going to be like, if it goes bad, like, I could lose a ton of money or I might yeah, not, yeah. you know, that might not work. Uh, like, yeah, I never man. had those thoughts. Now it's kind of like I can think things through. I have a more of a process. That's awesome, man. But not as not as original, like, thoughts all the time. I think I'm starting to realize that 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 has that, that, okay. subsided a little. Maybe I'm just getting old too. Who knows? Could be. You know. Maybe no, I, but listen, man. If it's worked out, you're laser focused. Yeah. You're doing the club, the restaurant, the the liquor. Yeah, it's been good. Come going on, good. man. Going good. Awesome, buddy. So, what am I looking for uh, you to do next before we wrap it up? Where can they find? Where can uh, they? Uh, this week, I'm down in South Florida. Yeah. I'm down in West Palm Beach Improv and yeah, the Miami, club. In Miami Improv. I can't wait to get this back weekend, there and uh, check out the new club. No, come on down, man. It's beautiful. All right, guys. Ricky Cruz on the Captain's Log. We're right, out. Man. Thank we'll you for you, watching. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. JP Sears. Wow, that's going to be a huge show. Cut. Yeah. Uh, I should end it. <laughs>